Welcome to The Favorites, the podcast presented by Bet365. We are a part of the Action Network. Today is uh, the first of our Super Bowl preview episodes. I am Chad Millman, Chief Content Officer of the Action Network. We've got the San Francisco 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs. We've got Kyle Shanahan trying to heal those festering old Super Bowl wounds, twice a coach in the Super Bowl as a coordinator and then as a head coach, giving up huge leads. Don't forget, he was the coach, the coordinator for the Falcons when they blew that massive lead to Tom Brady and the Patriots. He's got a quarterback who can finally execute the entirety of his brilliant offensive scheme. Oh, he's got to beat Andy Reid, probably on a track to be top three all-time NFL coach, Patrick Mahomes, the entirety of the Taylor Swift universe. He is not battling one team in this game. He is battling all-time greatness in this game. An offense that is dominated all season long is favored against the quarterback who may already only have one legacy he is chasing in Tom Brady. We are going to kick off the hype machine. Also, later in the show, we will shout out some of the best listener submissions we've received so far in our Bet365 Super Bowl prop contest. If you want a chance to see your custom-made Super Bowl prop bet posted on Bet365, stay tuned for details later in the show. Man. That is a windup for my BFF, my co-host, my companion, my compadre, professional better, Simon Hunter. Hello, Simon. Chad, Super Bowl weeks, baby. So good to be here. Dude, you are so famous. This podcast has gotten so big. Tell everybody what just happened to you in your tiny, tiny island of Hawaii. I'll try, I'll try to make it a quick story, but um, I basically, I'm a psychopath. When me and Chad finish our show Sunday, I go right into Super Bowl mode and, you know, start working the phone, start watching film. And I basically just pull an all-nighter. I'm, it's just, I'm a creature of habit. I've done it all season. I like to stay up through Sunday night into Monday, and then I'll eat an unhealthy amount of food that midday Monday, and then I'll just sleep until you see me right now. So I literally stay up and then I just sleep from midday Monday until 7 a.m., 5 a.m., depends on our show time, Tuesday. And I always order a big meal. And obviously I don't drive because I'm not an idiot. I know how many people uh, be in, get injured driving sleep deprived. I always order delivery. So when I order on my name, name on the site, it's Simon H. So I ordered food and apparently this guy is a fan of our show, saw this order for Simon H. And he lives in Maui, so he put it together, and he pulled up and he saw my car with New Jersey license plate. So I told Chad it was funny when he came up. Um, my my doors open and like letting the wind in instead of knocking, he just said my name, which again is normal because it's on the bag. So I just popped out because I'm obviously who is not excited for their food delivery. There's a few better feelings uh, that you finally get in your food, and turns out he's a fan of me and Chad and our show. Um, couldn't have been a nicer guy, uh, you know. Of course, remembered a couple of my bad beats, a couple of my bad bets on the Jets and Panthers and wanted to bring that up and why we wanted to bet them so bad this season. But um was also just crazy nice guy and just um 
pretty surreal how big this show has gotten. So I want to give a shout out to our guy, Brian. He's a scuba diver master instructor here in Maui. Google him, hit him up. I mean, he, he seemed like a really cool dude. And he gave me a business card and on here it says he's a certified dives and he does turtle dives. He does kayak dives. He does shipwreck dives. He does it all. So um, really cool dude. And he's living all of our dream, Chad. He just hangs out, dives in Hawaii and, and uh, bets on football. Uh, not, not a bad life. December 3rd. 2023. That is the day that we decided to bet both the Jets and the Panthers on the same day. <laughs> I will never forget it. Shout out to all our fans in the great state of I'm Hawaii. So I mean, that's just fantastic. Uh, not scary at all. Simon, over the next two weeks, <laughs> we will determine once and for all, have we learned our lesson when it comes to betting against Patrick Mahomes as an underdog. As a reminder, the Favorites Podcast is presented by Bet365. Bet365 doesn't do ordinary. That's why you get more boost with them than with anyone else. Every day they power up the odds on hundreds of bets to give you a chance to win more. Bet365 boosts specific markets, your winnings, and even parlays. And they don't stop there. Keep an eye out for their biggest and best odds with the incredible super boosts. Check out the boost and see why it's never ordinary at Bet365. Must be 21 or older and present in Colorado, Indiana, Iowa, Louisiana, New Jersey, Ohio, Virginia, or 18 and older in Kentucky. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. Terms, conditions, restrictions apply. And don't forget, every episode of The Favorites live on YouTube for those enjoying. Don't forget to give us a like and subscribe to the Action Network YouTube page. Look. There's one game. It's not being played for another 10 days. And right now, the Kansas City Chiefs are one and a half point underdogs to the San Francisco 49ers. Here's a little reminder of how far we've come in terms of coverage of betting in the media. During the championship game, Tony Romo started talking about how if he's a bookmaker, there's no way he's ever making Patrick Mahomes an underdog. And yet, the Chiefs opened at two and a, at three for about four minutes. You got the three, I did not. Went down to two and a half, then two, then one and a half. Like, it's basically at one and a half and holding. I've been doing research, you've been doing research for the past 36 hours. We definitely do it differently. I haven't stayed up all night, eaten one meal, and then gone back to bed. Um, I can't see any reason why I wouldn't want to bet Patrick Mahomes. Obviously, there's a lot that goes into it. First, let me start by saying I've heard a lot of people complaining about this season. Chad, I don't know if you've heard this. People complain that this season wasn't that fun and kind of a boring season because it ended up being 49ers versus Chiefs. Come on, man. I feel like this was such a great season. We had a Puka Nakua. Come out of nowhere, break all these rookie receiving records. That was pretty amazing. CJ Stroud, pretty amazing rookie season. The fact that we had the Browns and the Lions in the playoffs and people were kind of scared of them was pretty amazing. I felt like it was a great season. And the perspective of, yes, does it suck that we're having a rematch from five years ago instead of having the Lions versus the Chiefs? Yeah, we all wanted the Lions there. I, I agree with that part, but um, I love Super Bowl weeks. Like, People getting bogged down because it's the same old teams that are always in there. 
Um, it's annoying to me. So like you just talked about the public, everyone, pros. I just felt like when that we talked Sunday night, it was like, okay, the money's going to come on the Chiefs. Even though the Chiefs didn't play the perfect game, the Mahomes factor is just so above anything else the 49ers could have done. I believe even if the 49ers would have blown out and rolled the Lions, I still could see this, this number moving the way it had. But the fact that the, the 49ers back-to-back weeks are getting thrown on by Jordan Love and thrown on by Goff, it makes sense, right? This number would come down. I'm looking at our app right now. All the money, all the bets, Chad, are on the Chiefs. And, you know, I talked to a couple of professionals. They were happy to wait it out. They like the 49ers. They'll let the money come in and they'll wait and they'll come on the other side. And um, a couple of them have bit the bullet and made the bet on the 49ers. So um, the line keeps bouncing now from one and a half to two. And it makes sense. It's like if you have a model, the 49ers are going to be the better team. They have the more complete team. And me and Chad both know why that is. One team is spending 25% of their money on one quarterback. The other team has a seventh round uh, last pick in the draft rookie contract. What does he make a 900K a year, Purdy? Like it's it's apples to oranges, right? Like every everyone's going to have it constructed that the 49ers are the better team. No one's disagreeing with that. If you're a 49ers fan, that's that's what you're believing in this game. It's like you have the better team. But me and Chad joked about it. It's it's not that hard. We're getting Mahomes the dog. And Mahomes is the X factor. He's the best player. So um, I what I've done watching the film, I really what I was looking for in the film is what is wrong with this 49ers secondary? And I do think Baltimore kind of left a blueprint on what to do against the secondary. Of 49ers. If you watch since that that game, different teams have attacked them the same way, which is not, it's not so much running just downfield. It's running downfield and then cutting back into the middle. So they've they've pretty much have found, I mean, any team can look at it that it's like these guys like Fred Warner, he steps up, right? He's really been protecting it against the runner, the tight end. The middle of that open field, they don't have the best safeties, this 49ers team. Like the middle of that open field has been open. That's why these teams have been able to move the ball. So um it's there are things where I can get where it's like I'm not just blindly betting the Chiefs here. There is logic and reasoning behind it. And the biggest one is that and just all the love we're going to. I mean, we haven't even talked much about it, but Spags, like everything he's done for that defense of the Chiefs. It's like that's the game changer, isn't it? Like, isn't that the difference in this matchup where it's like we're giving this guy two weeks now to prepare for Purdy in this offense um, I think they're going to be able to get stops. Like when I think of this Chiefs defense and getting stops, I like that advantage really, really do for them. And offensively, we talked about it. It's Mahomes. Like he's gotten more comfortable with their offensive weapons. And whenever he needs a play, Andy has it in his back pocket. Like it feels like on these third, sta- third down plays, they're just saving different plays and different looks for Kelsey that just get him open. And um, he's obviously been a totally different player this playoffs. And I just don't know if – you know, we saw Kyle Hamilton, the best cover safety in football. That touchdown to Kelsey, everyone that saw that touchdown said, that's Hall of Fame players right there. It was a perfect ball in the perfect spot against perfect coverage against Kyle Hamilton. No one, there is not a single player on that 49ers defense that can cover like Kyle Hamilton against Kelsey. So um, there's just so many different little advantages towards this Chiefs team that it makes you feel comfortable taking them despite – the 49ers have an overwhelmingly better roster. All right. You said something really interesting, and we're gonna we're gonna go so deep into this game. But 
the idea that this was not a fun season, I don't disagree with. It was actually a pretty agonizing season. There was there was so much bad football. There were so many teams that couldn't execute. There were so many bad calls by the refs on procedural plays, right? So many linemen downfield, so much illegal <laughs> like shifts, so many things that they decided to focus on this year that just slowed the play down, made people lose momentum. It's like, it, it was honestly at times excruciating to watch these games this year. Like a, a, I know that the ratings are through the fucking roof right now, but this was not as good a product as, as it has been in the past to me. Like it was at times unwatchable. Um, so I understand what people are saying. And look, if you're a better as we are, and a lot of bettors who have experience are used to playing where are used to betting on the underdogs. And this was a shitty year for betting underdogs, right? Like it was a huge year for betting favorites. Favorites continued to cash this year. Favorites were covering at an epic rate. Just not a great year for doing that uh, for, for our side of the ball, so to speak. Can't argue with anything you're saying about the Niners. We'll go much, much deeper into this, but you know, like, I think the key thing here is we were all over the Ravens against the Chiefs because we felt like it was a better team uh, in the right situation to finally get over the hump. And that is a lot of the logic on this Niners team as well. And you've said it. I've said it. Everyone is saying it. I think it's more true now than ever. Patrick Mahomes is a cheat code. He is impervious to pressure. He steps up in the pocket to find a guy and get the ball exactly where it needs to go. He steps up in the pocket to gain the 15 yards he needs to get the first down on third and long. Those are backbreaking, emotionally draining plays. And you could look at every part of this game, which we're all going to, <laughs> and that is worth so much more. Like if you think about Patrick Mahomes, He's far and away worth the most points to get the point spread than any other quarterback in the NFL. Like, I would think there's a 10 to 12 point difference between Patrick Mahomes and, and the backup for the Kansas City Chiefs. That's how important this guy is when it comes to the point spread. <laughs> yeah, it's I don't know if it's that extreme, but I mean, it's, it's close. Um, just again, because Spags and that defense, it's like, that has quietly been their identity all season, right? The fact that we knew going into that game, I think, what was that stat? It was like they were giving up 17 points per game. Yeah. Um, obviously, that Chiefs defense, like Mahomes has never had this. He's never no. had this type of defense. And, you know, obviously a major blow to them. I believe one of their best pass rushers towards ACL, uh, yep. the guy that strip sacked Lamar. Um, big deal to that team, of course. But they're also a team of like, next man up right that's what they feel like the kind of team of like you know they're a bunch of faceless guys right it's it's really chris jones in the middle and then a bunch of guys around them and yeah. um they've really made it work uh we talked their secondary one of the best in the league all season um their biggest weakness is the run and that's what again me and you bet what we bet was true, right? The Ravens could run the ball against them. They chose not to. They didn't. The Ravens could defend them for the most part. Like, they were matchups that did favor the Ravens. It was just all scheme in Mahomes that just dominated that. Like, we talked about it on Sunday. It's like 
the the Ravens, for some reason, whatever that Mahomes effect is, it affected them so much, they completely abandoned who they were, their total identity in the entire season, and just put the ball totally in Lamar's hands and just said, throw it 30, 40 times, and let's see if we can win this, which on his best day would have been a crazy idea, but it wasn't. It was like one of his worst games he's ever played, and they were trying to make him force throw. So um, the blueprint is there for this 49ers team. Like, run the ball in McCaffrey – um, ball control, it's over. But what have we seen these last couple of weeks? They've come out slow, Chad. They've come out slow. They've gotten behind. And they had a miracle comeback against the really young team in Green Bay. And they had an incredible comeback against a bad secondary in the Lions. They're not going to have that here. I mean, it's just it's a totally different situation of um, Purdy can be young and growing and becoming a better player every week. In this game, with all this pressure, how is Purdy going to handle this mentally? Because these last two weeks, he has been an incredible season vet, where it's like he the moment's not been too big for Purdy. He's come back in two back-to-back games and one, um, you know, not all on him, right? Like a lot of that stuff um, was McCaffrey making big runs and guys getting wide open. But like I talked about last week, he was desperate in that game and he played desperate and it really worked for him where it's like he was pulling it down and running something we hadn't seen all season. And it wasn't just like, Oh, he was getting lucky in these runs. If you watch it, he had incredible vision on those plays. He was making the right reads, setting guys up downfield to make a cut on them. It was like, who is this guy? We have not seen that from Purdy in this, in his career. So um, if he plays that way, I mean, the 49ers definitely have a chance, right? If he's playing that style, I just, how can I cap that? It's it's really fluky. We've never seen Purdy play that way before. Um, so it's it's hard for me to really bank on that where me and you like back in Mahomes because I feel like we know exactly what we're getting. Even at one and a half, I'm still comfortable taking that number as I'm a dog. But I think you just said it where it's like, shouldn't we just take the money line at this point? If it gets up to plus 120, plus 110, unless you want to take the two, which we talk all the time, two is such a key number, um, you might as well take the money line. But it's just, I feel comfortable with Mahomes knowing that if this game is close and it's in the fourth quarter and we have Mahomes, the dog, and he has the ball, don't you mean feel? Don't we feel like we're going to cover this number, Chad? Yes. Where I can't say the same. I don't have that confidence. You know, Purdy's played great these last two weeks. I think it says more about those defenses he's played, where this Chiefs defense and Spags, all the different looks they're going to give him. I just don't have the faith in it. Where I just don't think he'll be able to do what he did the last couple of weeks against his defense. So um, it's it's hard to go against Purdy because this is one of my favorite stories ever. Right, a seventh round. Last pick in the draft, making it to a Super Bowl in his first year. I mean, it is an incredible story. Like, it really is inspirational. But we got to, I got to play Mahomes here. I got to play Mahomes as a dog. So, listen, you mentioned the Chiefs defense a couple times. And I do want to talk about the under in this game because that was a bet that we talked a little bit about on Sunday night. Yeah, I can't believe that didn't move, though. That we, that we might like even more than the side. The last thing I'll say about Mahomes, and again, we will. We will dig much deeper into this game uh, as the weeks go on. Um, not only is he impervious to pressure, but he puts so much pressure on the opposing team. We have just seen for three straight weeks the three best offenses in the NFL crack and completely change their game plans because of what Patrick Mahomes was yeah. doing or what they believed he could do on the other side. That is an advantage that Andy Reid knows he has. And I think it also plays into why the totals have been so low 
have, the scoring has been so low for the Chiefs. But first, Simon, can you name the fastest growing ticketing app in the United States? Game time. That's right. It's game time. I love game time for two reasons. First, they sponsor this show. Steck can actually use game time all the time. They have amazing last minute deals, including pro and college sports. Speaking of which, I'm in New York City right now. I'm actually going to open the game time app right now. I am 10 blocks from Madison Square Garden. I can get into a New York Knickerbockers game. The streaking New York Knickerbockers, less than 100 Box, no matter where you live, download the Game Time app, get out, have some fun this week. You deserve it. You can redeem code favorites for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, just download the Game Time app and use code favorites for $20 off your first purchase. Last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. Pat Summerall here with John Madden and all that build up and all of this hoopla. John, is it as big as it seems? I think it's bigger than it seems. It's not just getting here today, but it's winning today. And I think that the biggest gap in sports is the difference between the winner and the loser of the Super Bowl. The winner, you're world champion. They can never take it away from you. You'll never forget it. The loser, they just get thrown back in the pile. All right. 47 and a half is the total. Sunday night, you mentioned... You liked the under. I like the under as well. I played the under. Um, I've got a lot of stats and details, but before I dig into those, give me some of your logic. Yeah, it's same as last year. Fan of the show last year. It's I, If I take a position on a total, I, I go all in. So first quarter last year, over. First half over. Third quarter over. Fourth quarter over. Game over. Like I go all in on those kind of bets. I'll be doing the same here with the under. I just love the under. And there's a bunch of different reasons, but the biggest one will just be what Chad talked about, where um, I believe not only will the Chiefs defense get stops, I still I'm still not fully convinced. I know it's crazy on Mahomes getting getting touchdowns in the red zone, but it's like I could still see them getting threes. So if I, I feel like the safest side will be Brock Purdy playing tight, settling for field goals. The Chiefs offense could get a little, you know, I don't want to say. I, I don't want to say they'll struggle, but I could see this 49ers team being fine with giving up tons of yards in the middle of the field, but then really counting on getting stops in the red zone. Like that will be the key to them to this game. So um not shocked that the number has come down. I believe a couple of books opened at 49, 48 and a half. It went right down. I think by the time we even did our show Sunday, it was down to 47 and a half. Yeah, it was it was if it was at 49 and 48, it was there for milliseconds. Never saw it. So we I only ever saw the 47 and a half. Um, it's been holding there all week now, despite all the pros just hitting the under. Again, public money, me and Chad talk all the time. All the money, all the public bets will come in from Saturday morning till midday Sunday. That's that's when the public, and again, that's, Chad just said it, that's 11 days, 10 days from now. So um, if you're looking at the app, yes, the early money, it tends to be professional money. You don't mind locking their money up for the next couple of weeks. They're just trying to get the best of the number. That's what it is right now. So the early money, obviously, Chiefs, early money on the under. Um, you're going to hit us with all the trends and the stats. My basic thinking for it is just I have faith in this Chiefs defense, and I think the 49ers could get tight. And same goes with the Chiefs offense where it's like, I'm a buyer. I'm a buyer in Mahomes, and if he needs to get seven, he can get it. I'm just not a buyer and then be consistent. I still think they'll settle for three. Um, that's just who, who they've been this season. So um, the fact that it is at a key number, though, 47 and a half, 
that's why I wanted people to grab it now, just because if it does go down, you're going to miss out on, again, 47 and a half. It's shocking, but it's a key number. It lands there more than you would believe. So um, just in case it does drop down to 46, which I don't think it will, I do think the public will come in on the over and it'll go back up. We'll be able to get better value. Just grabbing the 47 and a half now, I'll make a bigger bet later in the week if it does go up, obviously. Look, these are the number two and number three scoring defenses in the league yeah. just after the Ravens. The Chiefs this season, and this is really, you know, it's it's been so long since Patrick Mahomes had a defense that could play to his caliber. And we've seen this season what an impact that has had. And they're just not getting credit for it in the marketplace um, because people still think of it as Patrick Mahomes and high-scoring offense. But the truth yeah. is, they're not that high scoring of an offense. And they gave up, forget about offense for a second, more than 21 points just three times all year. The most they gave up was 27 against the Packers. Uh, one of those times was in the playoffs. They gave up 24 to the Bills. They had four games in which they didn't give up double, double digits. So they had more games in which they didn't give up double digits than they did in which they gave up more than three touchdowns. Like that's insane. And then look yeah. at the playoffs. They just dominated three of the best offenses in the league during the playoffs. The Ravens, number one rush offense in the league. The Bills, one of the highest scoring quarterbacks in the league, 50 freaking touchdowns for Josh Allen. Miami Dolphins, no matter the circumstances, no matter how bad it was in Kansas City, this was a record-setting offense on par with what the greatest show on turf was doing for the Rams in the late 90s, early 2000s. The second half adjustments on offense and defense have been masterful. They've given up 10 second half points in those three playoff games. That's it. Three and a third points a game in the second half in the playoffs and Andy Reed, they just play a different game in the second half. And he's always done this, which is why the under is a good play for the chiefs. Now, of course, the more we talk about how convinced we are, it's Mahomes in the under, it's going to be like 75, 70 with Brock Purdy throwing for a thousand yards. <laughs> no, I, don't, don't let that discourage you. That's just how Super Bowl week is where it's like, you're, you're literally beating yourself up for two weeks about making these plays where it's like, yeah, the doubt eventually will creep in where it's like, am I this convinced on this side? Um, again, last year I was an idiot that took the Eagles against Mahomes and it was like, they're the better team on paper. They're the best team and end up coming down to a coin flip. Chiefs won by three, but I mean, that's, that's kind of how it goes. Um, just the season before we had talked about usually teams that win and win cover um, we did have a team cover and not win, obviously, in the Bengals a couple of years, uh, what was it, two, three years ago? They they had the four and a half. Um, I believe that, what, they missed an extra point? Something weird where it landed on three with the Ravens. Um, so just a brutal beat, especially then where people had the three and a half. You mean the Rams? Yeah. Rams, yes, yeah. you're right, your Rams. Um, it, it's, it is a thing where we talk all the time about, like, you know, you're going to hear a lot of noise this week. That's why I try to make take my position early on where um, even again, we'll, we'll do sharp calls next week. The amount of calls I got after our show 
being like, you know, the 49ers are the better team. And I just have to smack them back and be like, you know, Mahomes is the cheat code. And that's, that's really the big thing here where it's like, we all know the 49ers are the better team. We all can do simple math and we've all seen the product they put on the field. Like they got the big dogs. They got everything they need on that team. Um, it's just most important position, right? The quarterback position. And we've seen it time and time again, unless you have an incredible dominant thing, right? Say the 49ers had this incredible dominant front line. That would change my opinion on this. If they had a front four that was incredible against the run and really good at getting pressure, this would change my opinion. They're not. The 49ers are just not that dominant of a front line as we expect them to be this season. So, um, you know, if you want to look back on the type of defenses that give Mahomes trouble, this really isn't the defense. This type no. of defense is not that style for the 49ers. So, um, again, Chad, I, I get where you're coming from. Like, the doubt will creep in, but I'm locked in right now on this Chiefs and the under. Well, look, that was something uh... – you're right. There's too much time, like to talk about time. these games. Just way too much time. <laughs> I thought it was really interesting. Both games, they talked about how the Ravens and the Niners like to play a lot of zone, yeah. and they those are not the kind of matchups Can't that do it. well against those two teams. No, you're going to play zone against the Chiefs. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes is just going to pick you apart all day. And if someone's not open, he's just going to run. That's it. And so that is fascinating. But here is the thing you really got to think about. When you have someone as special as Mahomes, when what you are witnessing is breaking the bounds of convention, does that have more influence in how you account for the circumstances and outcome of anything? right? We're watching the equivalent of Picasso, of Shakespeare, of the people who did this in ways that set entirely new dynamics for everything, right? So he's the freaking Beatles rolled into one. Like he's setting a standard that is different. And so you have to account for that. It can't be, well, the Niners got a better team. So we think that the uh, model says this, Mahomes is a model breaker. He just is. Yeah, 100%. I mean, you get keep getting back to the human element of it, of if the 49ers are down by seven and they're looking across the field at the Mahomes and they know even if they drive the field and tie it up, they still have left too much time for Mahomes to get down the field and kick a three. Like, that's just pure mental warfare. And that's what they're so good at. I mean, even though I know it was the corniest thing ever, them screwing with the kicker and Tucker on the Ravens, it's like guys need that kind of stuff right in their own head. Like Mahomes, I know it sounds stupid, but he took it as disrespect. How did he start that Ravens game chat? What was that, 11 for 11 against oh, that yeah. defense? So that's what I mean. It's like the littlest slight, these kind of guys, like the Michael Jordan type, just take it to a whole nother level. And that's what makes these guys so great. So, um, yeah, the books making Mahomes a dog again, Chad. We don't even need, we don't even need anyone to say anything. Mahomes already knows that people doubt them again. So um, I think Evan had an amazing stat. First time, this would be the first time in his career he's been a dog three straight weeks. So um, the way the number's trending, it's going up. It looks like Mahomes is going to close the dog. So it's it's historical, and I feel like a fool for not taking advantage of it. So I'm not going to miss out on this one. I'm going to take him in the, the Super Bowl, especially now you can get the two. Why, why would you not go grab that or grab the money line? 
You can catch every episode of The Favorites live on YouTube. For those enjoying on YouTube, don't forget to give us a like and subscribe to the Action Network YouTube page. All right, reminder, we've got the Bet365 Super Bowl prop contest going on. I want to remind people how to submit. If you have an idea for a prop you like to see posted on Bet365 for the Super Bowl, email it to podcasts at actionnetwork.com. Today, Matt Mitchell is monitoring the inbox. The person who submits the winning pick will get their bet posted by Bet365 plus some Action Network prizes and a chance, not a guarantee, a chance to join us on the podcast. First, you'll have to be vetted by Matt Mitchell. So here's an example of a couple of a couple that have come in that we think would work, right? Because I, I said the other day, it has to be quantifiable. It has to be objective. It has to be something that can be graded by bookmakers off of the information and data that is available and calculated in the game. So here's an example. Minute Rice, over under 60 and a half receiving yards for Rasheed Rice. Cute title. I like that. It's important you got a cute title to catch Matt Mitchell's eye. The prop is kind of whatever. Like they're going to set a prop. I get 60 and a half minute rice. That's cute. A little, little wordplay. I like a little double entendre. Um, all you had to do was stay. This is This is really good. More false start penalties or Taylor Swift, Swift album of the year Grammys. Interesting. I like it. I don't like that I can't settle it all at the same time. Shake it off. Travis Kelsey to lose a fumble and anytime touchdown. See, now we're getting somewhere. Irrelevant yards. Brock Purdy pass yards versus draft position, 262. So, uh, okay, gold rush. Brock Purdy and Mahomes, 49 plus rushing yards. Look, guys, these are hitting all the marks. <laughs> clever. I like pop culture as part of it. Good titles. You can measure this. Like we're already getting great suggestions. If you want to be part of the party, send Matt Mitchell an email, podcasts at actionnetwork.com. I think you get the gist. All right. The Favorites Podcast is presented by Bet365. Bet365 doesn't do ordinary. That's why you get more boosts with them than with anyone else. Every day they power up the odds on hundreds of bets to give you a chance to win more. Bet365 boosts specific markets, your winnings, and even parlays, and they don't stop there. Keep an eye out for their biggest and best odds with the incredible super boosts. Check out the boost and see why it's never ordinary. A Bet365 must be 21 or older and present in Colorado, Indiana, Iowa, Louisiana, New Jersey, Ohio, Virginia, or 18 and older in Kentucky. Gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. Terms, conditions, restrictions apply. Be sure to catch our next episode of The Favorites on the Action Network YouTube page this Thursday, 11 a.m. Eastern. Download us from Spotify, Apple Pods, wherever you get your pods. Rate, review, subscribe, leave us five stars, say whatever you want. Feedback is a gift. Until Thursday, 11 a.m. Eastern. Love you. Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. 
If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.